This week's episode of I've Got Nothing is brought to you by getting drunk at a wedding. Hey, guess what? It's a wedding. It's a celebration. There's free booze that you don't have to pay for and presumably transportation back to your home so you don't need to worry about driving. So get drunk at the wedding. It's acceptable behavior and anyone that gets mad at you is a big old jerk face. Getting drunk at a wedding, it's literally what weddings are for. What is this podcast called again? I've got nothing. Who came up with that? Your big drunk ass. Mm-hmm. Welcome to I've Got Nothing, sponsored by Cuddy Sark, the most unnecessary format for a podcast since Lost was on the air. I'm Colin. I'm Alex. And this week, we are discussing Game of Thrones, Season 3, Episode 8, The Second Sons. Episode originally aired May 19th, 2013, it, ha- it was written by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the show's creators, and directed by Michelle McLaren, who almost directed Wonder Woman. What an accolade. Yeah. What an it, it accolade. It is an accolade. She was going to direct Wonder Woman. That was going to be her big feature debut. And then uh, she backed out and Patty Jenkins came in. Damn. What is she doing now? Michelle McLaren? Oh, she directed a bunch of Westworld, and she's set to make her feature debut with a movie called The Nightingale which is something about World War II. And then she's apparently also on the Cowboy Ninja Viking movie that's been in development hell for a long time. Mm. So damn, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. That kind of feels like you, sh- you blew your shot, right? Oh, no. Look at her. She's rich. Look at her IMDb page. <laughs> it's just cash signs. <laughs> no, she's directed for Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, Better Call Saul, Westworld, like... Wonder Woman, man. She's got that residual money. Hey, you know, stick to your guns. If you're going to make a movie and then the studio changes direction on you, you got to you gotta stick to your guns. Because your guns that. are all you have in this world. You want to talk about Arya? Arya. Uh, is she the first one in this episode? Yeah, she's the first one. Um, she shows up before we see Daenerys and all that shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, What's it's the first on? seed. And this is the only bit we see of her, but, and we'll get, you know, we'll keep kind of rolling with it, but I want to m- mention every scene. Arya tries to kill the hound. The hound, um, try, the hound isn't, is like, do He's not it, having it. Or He's I'll just break not your fucking it. hands. Um, and then turns out they're going to twins. Um, because her uncle is marrying a Frey girl, as we learned previously. Yeah. And and uh, honestly, Arya shouldn't be pissed because this the uh, the Brotherhood without banners were gonna take her w- with them to go do this other shit and not take her to her mom. The Hound is conceivably yeah. actually taking her there faster. Yeah, this is everything she wanted. She should be happy, but she's not because Arya's never happy. Yeah, she should be happy. I I much like. I have a feeling this is this is a pretty common opinion, um, but I prefer later Arya, like later Arya to than to this Arya. Well, she's uh, she's just younger. Like you yeah. know, watching this episode, look even looking at her face, I'm like, damn, she is, she looks so much younger. Yeah. Speaking of younger, I'm jumping ahead. I'm, I'm going to jump back. But 14 years old. It's not like... Sorry, that's the first time they've ever mentioned age in this show. And I'm uncomfortable. Anyway, I'll get back it to that later. might not be 14, actually. Because she was. She said that she was 13 in season one. And the general acceptance is that every season is a year. So she should really be 15 now. And that makes it okay. 
I'm going to repeat what you just said. Okay, do it. Back so you can hear what you just said. I mean, I'm running the audio here so I can so, listen to myself. I can just rewind and listen to myself. So, nope, nope. So I'm, I'm going to say it so it's very clear. The general assumption was in season one, because she was 13, that it's now two years have passed and she is 15 years old. So that then makes having sex with a minor okay. Well, they didn't have a concept of minors in this time period because it's a fictional world. And I'm just saying, she's 15 and she's lying about it and saying she's 14 to make Tyrion feel like an asshole. Yeah, I really don't think she's... Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I, you know, there's sides of history and I'm going to be on this side. Uh <laughs> Uh, let's go. Anyway, we're jumping ahead. Let's go to the second sons. The second uh, sons. So there's some shit to talk about here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What are some things to talk about here? How problematic that dude is. Like he is not 2018 at all. Um, he's not even 2012. He's not even 2004. Well, this like was that, 2013. So he was 2012. Yeah, yeah. He's like, not even like, oh my God. Oh, like, like, that's what when people are like, that's just locker room talk. Like, that's what it's talking about. And you're like, do you really expect human beings to talk like that? Like, it's so fucking shitty. Sorry. It's anyway. Shady. It's shady. Anyway. It's also weird that he, like, he, the dude has a name, but he calls himself the Titan's Bastard. When it's yeah. been clearly established in this world that being a bastard is a bad thing. But he doesn't have any other name. God, he just reminds me of, like, just... Trash fucking dude. Sorry. Ugh. All right. What what do we want to talk about? Sorry. That's like, I couldn't get past that. So that's I'm like, okay. Focus me on. Um, so. So three dudes come to visit Daenerys. Who are these dudes? So they're they're the leads of the second son. What There's are the second guy. sons? Uh, they're merchants for hire. Well, they're mercenaries. Mercenaries. Uh, yes. A mercenaries army. Um, so and why does Daenerys need them? She needs. I mean, she. They're they're obviously powerful. Yeah. And they're gonna. And they're hinder. working for the other side. Yeah. So she's debating, and she's like, "Hey, come work with me." So who are the I'll three? No, 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 no. More. Before we do anything else, who are the three dudes? I, I knew you were gonna do this. There's a hot dude. Who's the hot dude? Have you seen the okay, hot so dude? Okay, so this is my question. This is my question, which I think is what you're leading to. Is he the same hot dude that we then see in season four? Because he's recast, and it's a shitty recast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's Dario. And it's, and Dario. It's, yeah, Dario. It's not a shitty recast. Michael Heeswin over Ed, Ed Screen. So it's Ed Screen in this episode who plays yeah. Dario, recast by Michael Huizman, uh for season four on. Ed Screen left the show to go be in the Transporter reboot movie released in 2015. That's, oh, why, that's, that's... why they had to recast him. Oh, God. No, no, no. The new guy's hotter, like, hands down. No, right? Michael Huisman is an upgrade of Ed Screen in every way. And, like, Ed Screen yeah. turned out okay. He he was the villain in Deadpool. He's in yeah. a bunch of big, high-profile movies now. But, like, imagine seeing that face with that god-awful wig. Yeah, I couldn't get past that uh, wig. For three more seasons with the right. As opposed to Michael Huisman, who is, like, the thinking man's... Viggo Mortensen. Like, he's a Viggo Mortensen for a modern age. He's just great. 
Yeah. Did you have you watched no, Haunting he's of hotter. Have you watched Haunting of Hill House yet? No, I haven't yet. Michael Huisman, lead of that show. Great. But since since uh Maria isn't here this week and I'm gonna be wa- finishing up Great British Bake Off the beginning. You should watch what um, I just sent you. The link. And then what? You should watch the link. What'd you send me? I just sent you a link. Ooh, I just got it. Because here's the thing about Ed Screen. Before he was an actor, he was a rapper. I'm. Whoa! Oh, yeah. (laughs) I took a deep dive because, you know, I'm just. I'm very suspicious of anyone that chose to leave Game of Thrones, especially at season three. When you knew the show was going to be big, and he knew he was going to have... Season 3, it was already big. Like, like the show was huge by then. And like that you, character you secured the bag. was on for three more seasons and might come back for another... I, I hope... I, I love Michael Huisman so much, I hope he comes back for season 8, even though it might not make sense for him to come back. Oh my gosh, this is... It's Can bad. Can play the song? I'm going to play it over the Can, credits because yeah, there's a reason do. that Ed Screen is no longer an actor and just a, uh, no longer a rapper. And now he's just a rapper. It's because he was bad. Oh my God. Yikes. 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 All right. So um, how would you rate Ed Screen's performance? All right. Uh, next dude. I was saying it was a bad recast because he looks nothing like the dude. But <laughs> it was like a bad recast. Like, and it's funny because, I mean, at least they cast a guy with a beard because, like, people were mad when he showed up on the show because I've told you this, but in the books, Dario is this, like, eccentric, uh, like, wizard pirate kind of guy. His beard is dyed blue and his hair is dyed, no. like, green. Yeah. And, yeah, he's, like, the, he's a whole character. Like, he, he's one of those guys where, like, his whole makeup is supposed to, like, kind of make a statement and yeah uh they obviously didn't do that for that show because he would have looked silly as shit but really <laughs> like imagine like the only person with dyed hair yeah it's just it, it's not working for what they do with the show it makes sense for you know the book but um yeah so yeah that would not translate well. um transporter refueled a movie i saw in the theaters <laughs> I paid MoviePass money to see it because no one else knew what MoviePass was, and I saw literally every movie release between mid-2015 to late-2017. I'm sending you a fan uh, art of what Dario's supposed to look like based on his description in the books. (laughs) That would not have played one fucking bit. That dude's a fucking dork. Now I'm sending you fan art of Michael Huisman photoshopped with the hair he's supposed to have. Gosh, y'all nerds need to stop it. Oh, yay. Oh, no. Oh, it's I mean, such a poor Photoshop, too. I mean, he's definitely, like, the... he He's probably the most done... Because, you know, when you, when you view Game of Thrones as the extension of a bunch of guys who just really, really like Dungeons & Dragons... Yeah. Dario Naharis is probably the most Dungeons and Dragons character you get because yeah. his description like is so specific and ridiculous that it's like only a 20 year old white nerd would come up with this That's and amazing. then bring it out into public. So yeah, I don't regret the that we don't see that adaptation fully. Yeah. I, do say I'm very happy that the role got recast. I think that Michael Huisman is great and I love him I in love the role. Him. No I offense to Ed Screen. He's fine in Daredevil. He's definitely got a type now. And you know what? He was cast in the Hellboy movie and then respectfully dropped out when he found out the role he was supposed to play was for an Asian Not character. Hellboy. 
<laughs> no, did, yeah, did you hear about this? No, I didn't. So they did that Hellboy reboot that's coming out early 2019. Yeah. And Ed Screen was cast as a character from the comics, who in the comics is Asian-American. And uh, w- there was a huge backlash, and he, as soon as he found out about it, he dropped out of the role. And, uh, you know, it, it might have been a, a money thing or a much more cynical thing, but I'm just choosing to believe that he didn't know who he was playing. He just got offered money to go play a role, and then he found out people were mad, and he said, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't need this. Yeah, what's the, do you know what the role's name is or like name is? Uh yeah, one second. I, I will tell you. Cuz like I'm just saying let, no. Yeah. Like like cuz I can see him being like, yeah, I didn't know the history of this comic book. Like sorry, Mappy. Like I think that's forgivable. Like I mean, cuz I I'm never going to assume the actor has read the source material. That's just that's, Yeah. Yeah. And he was supposed to play a character named Ben uh Daimio. Oh, yeah. Daimio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, dude. All right. Kudos, Ed. Kudos. Oh, here, here's, what, here, here's what I'm saying, is that when faced with a whitewashing controversy for a Hollywood movie, there's the Ed Screen way of doing things, and there's the Scarlett Johansson way of doing things. She's so dynamic, right? No, Incredible. she's not. She's she's the bad way. She's the bad way of doing things. Don't Don't do what she does. Are you still sick? No, that was the first time I've coughed in a while. Do you, you think of me? me? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you think of me, and then you think of Friendsgiving this year, and it just makes you sick to your stomach. I'm so excited for Friendsgiving. Oh are my you? gosh. I'm I glad you are. Excited. I want to be as helpful as I can, because I don't want to stress you out. I'm gonna. Be, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic? Uh, it's at 3 p.m. this time, though. Midday. Okay. Can uh, I make, can, like can, can I make a, a radical suggestion? Is your radical suggestion not to bake a turkey? That is my radical suggestion. Because we're going to Thanksgiving this year, San Francisco, meet my mom and dad. And you know what we're doing? No turkey. We're just saying, you know what? We're doing all the side dishes. And mm. we're going to marinate some fucking steaks on the mm. grill. Because they're easier and no one has an issue with them. Interesting. Let's see, how long does it take to cook a turkey the right way? Nine hours. It takes nine hours. And I'm saying someone could go to Honey Baked Ham and get a pre-made Honey Baked Turkey and that would be a lot easier. But I'm just going to say it. What if we just didn't do a turkey and did a bunch of other stuff? Where the fuck did you get nine hours from? I made it up off the top of my head. Am I wrong? It's three at most. So for a... So you cook... For a 12-pound turkey, it's three hours. Well, what if we were making a 36-pound turkey? Then it would be nine, so I'm right. Boy, I want you to find a 36-pound turkey. Challenge accepted, motherfucker! (laughs) Pound turkey. That's such a weird thing on the internet that someone's going to find. The highest you can find is like 24 pounds. (laughs) Okay, so six hours. (laughs) Yeah, that's And if you buy two of them, it's 12 hours. You can do math. This is, I, you know, I, w- I wasn't questioning it, but I'm really glad that you confirmed that you can figure out multiplication. That was fantastic. Um, anyway, Red Lady and uh, Bastard Boy, they oh, go to Dragonstone. The, we're talking about the show again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah. than turkey sizes. So we go to the second scene in two episodes where someone gets, like, all riled up in a sexual way just so he, you know, he could be used for his parts. Yeah, I'm just going to sum up his scene in one bit because they like flash to it and then flash back. Um, So they talk about 
Oh, actually, sorry. Before I get to this, inappropriate of me. Um, we got a sponsor. You have a sponsor. Yeah, and we're sorry, barely I, I, into this episode. We've hardly talked about anything. You have a sponsor. Well, that's because we've been getting off the rails. But we have a sponsor this week. Uh, are you ready? Okay. Slugs. Slugs. Fucking hate you. Slugs. They're not slugs. They're leeches. Slugs. Do you have more copy to repeat for this sponsor? Slugs. I hate you. Slugs. They're not slugs. Stop yelling it. I got so much. Slugs. There's, they're not slugs. They're leeches. Okay, but slugs gave us money, so I'm going to sponsor slugs. Slugs Come on, gave y'all. us money. I haven't seen any slug money. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's because I take a high percentage. Fuck you. Uh, I hate you. I hate you so much. Best sponsor ever? Best sponsor ever? I think so. That's up there, right? Fuck you. Fuck your slugs. They're leeches. Yeah, that I told you we get le- leech money. Um, we get slug money, not leech money. Um, but it, I make do where I can. Not a great portrayal of leeches in this episode. What do you mean? I don't know anything about leeches. So, so uh, Gendry is all mad and like he's like crying out in pain when she drops the leeches on him. But leeches don't actually hurt. That's part of the problem of them because the first thing a leech does when it gets on you is it releases um, uh, an anesthesia. Like a, like a, a, yeah, like a, a leech's saliva is an anesthesia. So you don't even feel the leech when it bites you. And like that's part of the danger of it because you might have a leech on you for a long time and not even realize it. And it doesn't, and because of the anesthesia, it also doesn't hurt to pull the leech off. And because of uh, it, the solution doubles as an anti-clotting solution, you bleed a lot. So it's like oh. leeches are bad for that reason. But he's like writhing in pain over these leeches. And he's like, dude, no, those don't hurt. Like they're uncomfortable for sure because you know they're there, but they don't hurt. So like be chill. So I, I, I just want to make sure we're aligned here. Um, so in this universe – leeches work the same exact way as they should, but age of consent does not. No, they don't work that they should in the show because they apparently hurt him to be used on him. No, I know. I know. But you're saying that like poor, never mind. Um, anyway, she gets the leeches. Live leeches Um, in in that scene. No CGI. Uh, They had a leech wrangler on hand to pull the leeches off of him before they actually bit. That's a job. That's a job. Uh, I wonder how much you get paid doing a leech. I presume you have many other animals that also need to be used. (laughs) You're just the leech. Nope, I'm just leeches. Drive on out to uh, Calabasas, nope, I'm California, leeches. for the leech guy. Ready for all your productions. Just uh, for all your leech needs. Uh, that reminds me of uh, one of my coworkers had these really cool shoes on at work, um, and I tried to send it to Diva, one of our friends, um, or I like tried to like I sent her like what they look like online, and she was like. Oh, can you send me a photo of like her outfit? I was like, I'm not about to ask my coworker if I can take a photo of her feet. That's a that's a thing Diva would ask. 
I'm not about to do that. Like that's not. Does Diva listen thing. to our podcast? No. Mm. Why not? She refuses to on the merit of. We've two offered to have her on podcast. the show. Um, also, why she? Also, why she doesn't listen? She's to welcome on the show anytime she um, wants. The show would be a disaster because she would ruin it. But like, she's welcome. I'm saying that no, because I've I know she's not listening times. to this, uh, so I'm not going to get charged up by uh, by saying it. I know. I mean, maybe I troll and I send the snippet, but. Um, maybe oh, you that should do on. that. You know I love drama. Mm-hmm. TNT. You know it. Um, so yeah, we, then she burns the slugs. What's the purpose of burning the slugs? So, um, th- what have they been saying about King's Blood in this episode? That it carries certain properties. That it, um, what's the term? And, and Gendry has King's Blood because yeah. he is... A bastard son. Of... of Sir Baratheon. Who is he a bastard son of? Uh, Bara- oh. Why can't I remember his first name? King it's Baratheon. Okay. So, King's Blood is useful in magic. So Melisandre is mm. using the King's Blood to uh, cast, you know, magic toward uh, all of the quote-unquote false kings that are against Stannis. And it's interesting because who does Stannis name in this scene? Oh, I did take down the names, but she named... Uh, Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Who is probably dead, as far as you know. Yeah. Balin Greyjoy, who is definitely, definitely dead, dead, as far as you know. And Joffrey Baratheon, who is also Ooh. definitely dead. Yep. So, in a way... The magic does work. I don't know, man. She seems to be on some Wiccan bullshit that I don't trust. Um, like, I was just thinking about in that episode of, like, that, like, I, she just jumps around to whatever she feels that it's best and then uses Lord I mean, Light justification. It's, it's a bit different for like, you because of it as a, a show watcher. In the book, they do this ceremony in the in the third book, and then all three of those people die in the same book. Okay. And, yeah, it's not like where, like, Joffrey dies in season four, Balin dies in season, like, six or something. It, it It's it's a much more, like, immediate effect. I gotcha. Yeah, like, right now the only magic I've ever seen from her that is, like, true is, like, when she removes her necklace, which she doesn't have on the entire show, so anyway. What about when she brings Jon Snow back from the dead? Forgot about that one. You forgot about that one. I didn't think of that as magic. I was just like, you know. Wait till season two. You're going to see some shit. I'm ready for it because right now she seems like some Wiccan. Um, and like in the one dude who like could bring regular people back to life. She just like yeah. stole his ability and then like that was it. The rest the rest is her just hedging bets. What, what if in season eight John dies again and she shows up to resurrect him again and mm-hmm. Davos shanks her before she can. Oh, and then Davos wins. I don't know. I hope she dies. Yeah, I'm ready to just like. We gotta start making bets. I mean, we got we, we got yeah. April. We we got till April. That's six months. Less than six months. Less than Five six months. months. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta start making bets. We gotta start drafting. We gotta get yeah. Kyle on here to draft the draft the show. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. Cool. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. All right. And then we then jump back to, um, the second sons, which I think we've already talked, or we haven't talked about them 
talking about killing Danny. Yeah. Um, they discuss it. They debate it. Uh, words are said. Um, words what if are he said. didn't? What if he doesn't get the short and the stick? Right. Like so. At the end of this film, I uh, think he kills dude, him anyway. Film, I think. Yeah. His whole shtick is just like as soon as he saw her, he was like that. I want that. <laughs> And he knows, like, if I want that, then I gotta, uh, I gotta work for her. So what do I need to do to work for her? I need to kill these other two idiots so I can go work for her. So he does. Yeah. I feel like even if he had, I mean, you know, if he, even if he hadn't gotten the short stick, he would have just like been hanging around, waiting for someone else to make a move, and then would have stepped in. Yeah, he really does love her. Um, he does. That's why it's so sad that she leaves him behind when she goes to Westeros. Yeah, that was they had chemistry. They vibed. They did uh, more than fucking John. I'm sure. I hope yeah. he shows up again in the new season. And there's drama. But I hope it's not like third wheelie drama, like gossipy drama. I hope he just tries to kill him. Apparently, third wheelie <laughs> drama is gonna happen because like Tyrion's got it hard for Danny, which I don't know if I agree with. I don't agree with that at all. I hate rumors too. Oh yeah, uh, I, I think they. Like, just always ruin shit. Anyway. Fan theories um, suck. Yeah. Objective. Like, just all around. Uh, so we then jump to Tyrion Sansa. Um, They're getting married. Yeah. Um, Tyrion says that, sh- that Sansa doesn't have to be a prisoner. And then he reali- uh, then he realizes marriage is a prison. Um, yeah. But one you agree to. Um, marriage is a prison. I hope my wife hears this. Is she asleep? Uh, she's playing video games with headphones on, so she can't hear what I'm saying. Ah, uh, okay. I kind of. She doesn't react. know she's a prisoner. <laughs> Just for reference, people, he is not holding a woman against her will. She is or very am much I? consenting. No, you're not. <laughs> she is very much a consenting adult. You guys ever seen um, the movie Don't Breathe? To together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting reference. Um, you have not. Have you seen that movie? I know what it's about. Thank you very much. What is it about? Never mind. I was trying to bullshit on my way. Yeah, no, I, I called you on that shit. Yeah, I was trying to get to the next scene. Hey, do you want to go to Vegas again? I want to go to Vegas again. Yeah. Do you want to not blow our money on the first machine we see? I want to play actual cards and not digital cards. That was <laughs> dumb of us. But you know what? The margaritas nearby were good. So. Exactly. I recommend them. I I recommend that. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, Mr. Margaritaville himself is like tight as fuck too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Buffett rocks. They were all um, so nice there. Yeah, it was worth losing forty dollars on a computerized blackjack. I feel like so forty dollars isn't a lot in Vegas, but we need to emphasize that it was in within like five minutes. It was bad. Um, and and our first machine. It was dumb um, of us. Like, it was the first thing we did. And it, wasn't it was like, entirely a result of our social awkwardness that prevented us from just walking up to a $10 blackjack table and asking to, like, be involved. Yeah. We could have done that at any time. Yeah, but all those more, like, ten, like I don't know. I had a feeling I would have spent more money there. Anyway. I'm saying that steak, though, we had in Paris was among the best I've ever had. It was delicious. It was so good. Let's see. So you want to then talk about... The wedding? I mean, I want to talk more about Vegas, but yeah, let's talk about the wedding. So there's a yeah, wedding. Yeah, that was a random offshoot, wasn't it? Yeah, I, um, I, I've just been thinking about it lately. I really enjoyed Vegas. I got you. So they go to the wedding, and so, Tyrion so, is embarrassed. Because 
fucking dork king. He's marrying a 14-year-old in front of everyone he knows. Yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, this is cool and consensual, not weird at all. Who shows up for this wedding? Like, what the fuck? Like, Yeah, it's a weird, eclectic group. Who among the common folk hear about this wedding and be like, yeah, I want to witness that? Yeah, just enough people, like fans, like Cersei fans. Like, you get, like... Uh, we, don't, we don't really talk about this or think about this much, but you know, like, there has to be fandom within the kingdoms, right? Oh, like, I, I know a... I, I, I know a Cersei fangirl who's insane, and she, like, mm-hmm. she thinks Cersei's, like, the best. Oh, no. no. I mean, I'm sure there's sociopaths like that in real life, but I'm saying, like, yeah. I did, I, I, did, I dated this person, for reference. Oh, If that shows you? about my judgment, which is bad. Uh, oh. Is that why you now locked a woman in your house? I said allegedly. I didn't <laughs> confirm that I did that. Also, it's an apartment, not a house. You know, I'm trying to be helpful. It's um, an apartment with a small closet that's not on the floor plan and no one knows about. <laughs> yeah, you see? Get you off see? my dick. Get off my dick. Get off anyway. my dick. <laughs> anyway, um, it's getting dark literally outside earlier. It was and... dark earlier. There are fires everywhere. Smoke yeah. is in the is in the sky. Are you metaphorical? Or are you talking about literally? The fire I'm talking literally right LA. now. There is smoke everywhere. Mm, I got you. So let's see. You. We then have we we then got uh, Tyrion um, being fucking drunk as shit. It's his own uh, wedding. Yeah, it's his own wedding. I don't think I got uh, that fucked up at my wedding, which I guess is a good thing. Yours was also at like three in the afternoon. It was at three in the afternoon. Um, that was that was it was intentional. Yeah. So like, I don't know if I told you the story. If you we were went fucked to up the, by two o'clock. I would be worried. I don't know if I told you the story. We, so after the wedding, you know, we bailed on the reception, like married couples do, because you got to go back to the honeymoon suite and do honeymoon stuff. And yeah. we were just hanging out. Lock your wife in a closet. No, no, no. Because I didn't own that hotel, so like I wouldn't. I, oh. I wouldn't put that on them. But <laughs> we ordered room service and uh, like. I didn't, the champagne was all way too expensive, so I didn't want to pay for any of it. So I'm just like, I just want to get a beer. So I ordered one bottle of Dos Equis, and they brought me a bottle of Dos Equis in one of those champagne ice buckets. Fancy lifestyle. I wish I had taken a picture of it because it was so fucking funny to me because I'm like, this bottle of Dos Equis costs like $2. <laughs> yeah. And you put it in a whole bucket for me. Fancy. Implying fancy. that like, I'm going to take a swig of this Dos Equis and then put it back in the bucket. And then, like, take another, like, because, like, champagne, like, you know, you pour champagne and then you put it back in the bucket because a bottle of champagne carries multiple servings in it. I just got one, like, 12 ounce bottle of Dos Equis. Anyway, it was funny. <laughs> You've told me that story at least five times. Why, di- why didn't you stop Punch. me? You get so much joy when telling me. I told that. you to stop me <laughs> if I've said this before. Now I seem like I a nev- dickhead. Like, I seem like an like asshole, get- Alex. Like, you get so much enjoyment when you tell me that story that, like, I will never stop Because you. I've never felt fancier. <laughs> like, I like, I just kind of let it happen because I'm like, I can tell. I have felt fancy two times in my it life. Means... That moment and then when I was in London and went to the bathroom and there was a guy in there that expected a tip for no reason and I gave him one. I feel that. If you I if you are that. in London and you go to a pub, there are guys that hang out in bathrooms just asking, like waiting for tips. Like they clean the bathroom and you use the bathroom, so you should tip them. 
good clarifier there because that's almost a little the way you first described it was kind of terrifying not gonna lie no i'm just saying there's like, dudes in the bathroom waiting for you to give them money but that's what they are and i i never confirmed that they worked for the establishment i was in i just i saw it at every restaurant i went to so i just assumed oh this is a thing but, and it's yeah. like it's expected, and I don't want to be that American tourist who's abroad and being a dick, so I always tipped, and I realized much later on in my life, oh, that could have just been a dude hanging out in the bathroom benefiting from social norms. I don't know. <laughs> do, do you think you figured out a scam? <laughs> I think I got scams, but here's the thing. When you go to England... They have those little one-pound coins and the two-pound coins, which makes it a lot easier to spend money because they're coins, even though they have a higher yeah. value than American coins. You don't even think about it yeah. when you throw them down. It seems cool. So, like, yeah, I'll give this guy some of my coins, even though, like, the American equivalent of that is, like, oh, I might have given you, like, a dollar twenty-five, whereas in Britain, oh, I gave you $5, and... With like you gave you gave a dude five dollars to hand you a towel. I know, I know, because I just gave him the coins I had in my pocket. But Britain commonly uses one pound and two pound coins, which, with the exchange rate, it's more like I gave him eleven dollars. So I'm really fucked here. Yeah, that's a scam. It's that's a, a scam, scam, and I don't agree with it. And if you ever go to Britain, mm. don't pay the towel boys. They don't deserve it. Tip your bartender. I don't know. Tip your bartender. He probably he probably loved you though. I mean, maybe they share tips. He probably you know, like, forgot I, I existed within five minutes of me leaving that bathroom. Is what he did. Mm, but you paid him well that I, night. I hope I did. I don't know. At eleven dollars for towels. I'm such like... a people pleaser that that's the kind of shit I do. <laughs> L O. Someone could stab me, and I'd probably apologize to them. <laughs> Lulz. No, you'd pay them. <laughs> Speaking of stabbing, we're talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, actually, that is a good transition because remember, um, Tyrion gets super drunk, and then um, fucking Brat King is like, "It's time for the wedding ceremony." The, no, no, Everyone, the bedding come... ceremony. Wedding bedding ceremony. Bedding ceremony. Yeah, he's like, "It's time to get your freak on." And then what Tyrion does is fucking stabs his knife into the table. Um, and I think I wrote the line down. Where You'll is it? You'll be fucking your new bride with a new wooden bride. cock. Cock. Yep. Which is not yep. a good that look for it. Tyrion, considering that he is accused of murdering Joffrey in four episodes. Yeah. 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 I can see how he's blamed. Um, I can definitely see how he's blamed. While watching this, though, I did realize something. I hope Sansa gets the wedding she deserves. No, man. I mean, I don't think she's going to die, but she's going to just be like this like badass like power player with like no husband. Yeah, well like I and like given her wedding that she deserves now will be different than the wedding she deserved back then. But like I hope there is some sort of satisfaction of her finding someone she does love and care yeah. about. Um, yeah. cuz that, that is the driving force. I think for she's her. too broken uh, inside to get that. But maybe, you know, maybe Dario shows up in the north and then she gets to hang out with him. I would ship that so hard. Yeah, I would too actually. Um yeah, and then we go to the sex scene where what we've already talked about, Sansa is 14, maybe 15. Um let's see. 
Which makes her, you which then I did the math. 14 going on 15, baby, it's time to think. Better beware, be canny and careful, Which then baby, makes you're on the brink. Which then makes those scenes with Ramsey her to 17. be... Or 16. Or Gross either way. Like, there's no age that makes that scene okay, so I don't know where you're going with this. I'm just saying it only adds to the worsening yeah. of it. Like, <laughs> ugh. I mean, yeah, in the book, ugh. she was 12. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with that I'm either. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the book um, has a gross description from her perspective of Tyrion getting naked and, like, showing off his dick and, like, prepping for it and then being like, no... Oh, I like this way they handled it much better. Yeah, they did. So, you know, you can bitch all you want about the awkwardness of it, but let me just tell you, the books are worse. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, like, kind of how they've, like, kind of how they've kind of written Tyrion is now more of a character of, like, is clearly a flawed character, but does have a good heart. Uh, Do you still, do you feel like that's the same in the book? Because I think you've mentioned it several times now where, like, the book kind of varies from that of him being like, of him still just being like, eh, like kind of just like whatever. Um, unless of like that, like, I think he does have like that. I heart think there, yeah, no, no, he has the heart of gold. I think that there's, you know, a world where given what we know about the show, Tyrion is less like fucked up in the head about it because in his mind he can say, Hey, um, this is Shay. She's my girlfriend. I love her. I don't love you. I'm never going to touch you. We're going to have this marriage for appearance's sake. I will find literally any man in the country that you want and bring him to you. You can have babies with him. We'll say the baby's mine. You and I will go live in Casterly Rock, far away from all this shit, and no one will ever hurt you again. And so, like, there's a, there's a strategy to that. But... At this point in the story, Littlefinger and Lady Oleana are already maneuvering to kill Joffrey and get Sansa out of there, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Jeez, that wouldn't have been the worst thing. Oh, well. Everything ends in Everything despair. Everything ends in despair. Uh, cool. Uh, I really don't have much for else from that other than everything's starting to take shape. To it was not a fun wedding. To. Like, I don't blame Tyrion for getting as drunk as he did because, like, there was no dancing. The food didn't look great. I didn't hear any good speeches. So what are you supposed to do? Yeah. And all he was was to pressure to go have sex. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, it's a wedding. Like, don't make it more uncomfortable. Anyway, um... (coughs) Yeah, that was just a boring ass wedding. Was. I got sleepy. I got sleepy. Cool. Um, you want to jump into Bonnie and Clyde? Yeah. Uh, hell yeah! The writer dies, um, even though they don't know they're that they yet. Don't. Um, I of course I'm talking about Sam and Gilly. Um, on the run tour, it's them too. Um, let's see. Um. Yeah, I, I, I actually really appreciate these scenes because, like, 
I know Sam and Gilly as like a low key power couple. Um, but like to see them get to this is like really rewarding. For yeah, me, I guess. First time um, we learn about how to kill a White Walker. That's cool. Yeah, which by the way, I I might not be remembering the latest season as well as I should have. Um, but shouldn't Sam have known when that happened? That that's what Dragonglass did. Yeah, yeah. What 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 are you saying though? Cause like, re- cause like after this, Sam then goes to the Citadel to go study, and then figures out that Dragonglass is what yeah. then kills White Walkers. Um, shouldn't he have known in the moment when he fucking stabbed a White Walker with Dragonglass? Well, that that you know, is uh... that like, like like we waited four seasons. For something he knew, like, a three but seasons. But he, he was a brother of the... Yeah, but he was a brother moment. of the Night's Watch. He had other shit he had to do. Yeah, but, like, he met, like, he's been with John after that and, like, had critical conversations about what could kill White Walkers in these moments. And then still... And even though but Master he Eamon himself didn't die till like killed five, one. And Sam wasn't made, like, the new... Like, because Sam got sent off to the Citadel to study it to be the new maester of the, the Night's Watch. And he only got sent after Master Eamon passed away. I don't know. There was a... a I'm trying to remember it because there was a whole bit about figuring out that Dragonglass yeah. killed White Walkers. But... John doesn't realize Bish just but John figured it out. John doesn't realize it till season five when he kills that White Walker with his sword, which is Valerian steel. Yeah. So, but that. But what, what? You're bitching about the show being long, and I can't help you there. The show needed to be. I'm not bitching the show about that. To hold off on some shit. I'm not bitching about that. I just th- no. I'm bitching about Sam being a fucking Sam dumbass. Sam is he's a dumbass. To be smart as hell. He showed you at every turn how much of a dumbass he is. I no, he's a, pointing point to where he has shown that he's a dumbass and not just trying to survive. I don't know when. Like he's never done something that is just like dummy. At he least from what I've seen. Sword. Like he went. He went and hid. So. Uh, he, he let himself get the shit beat out of him during the siege of the the wall and only got saved by a, a wolf. That's not a dumbass move. He's just He's not, not well, well equipped. equipped. That's what I'm saying. That's different than being a, a dumbass. dumbass. He wouldn't be a fatty is what I'm really saying. Did you just fat shame him? I am fat shaming him. Yeek. He lives, Yeek. he lives in the northernmost point of civilization. How is he still fat? How is he not... Like have you Damn. have you read the novel Holes? No, you know I can't read. You know you you know the movie Holes yes, with Shia LaBeouf. Of so that was a book first. Yeah. And there's a whole thing because when Stanley Yelnats first goes to Camp Green Lake, he's fat, and just by the fact that he's in prison, like he loses like a hundred pounds because he's in prison and like he's living the prison life. How is Sam still fat? Is my point. Uh, I- I think that Holes is a fiction. And oh, everyone, and this is it. And this and, isn't fiction. And, and Game of Thrones. Holes is more is more fictional and than every, Game of Thrones. And everyone. Holes, the show where cops uh, wrongly movie. arrest and convict black teens for crimes they didn't commit. Uh, that's 
less realistic than Game of Thrones, the show with dragons and ice demons. Just saying. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying everyone's body is different. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> I see what you're going for there. <laughs> and that just because... He might have Sam's lost weight. That doesn't necessarily mean that Sam's metabolism would have changed and that he wouldn't... Actually, it makes more sense for him to be bigger to hold in the warmth. Anyway, slugs. <laughs> Put some slugs on Sam Tarly is what I'm saying. Oh, fuck. You're going to burn, dude. I'm... Yeah. You're going to burn. I really have anyway. nothing else, man. This you got, Are you saying you've... Are you saying you've got nothing? I'm saying I've got nothing. I've also got nothing. Sam shanked a White Walker. It died. They He and Gilly ran off into the sunset. I've been Colin. I've been Alex. Follow us on our various social medias. Comment on our SoundCloud. Uh, let us know what you think of the show if you listen to it. Yeah. Love us unconditionally is all we ask. Send us advice for what you want to hear on the podcast. We're very susceptible to everything. Yeah. Or and, what uh, you hate about us. Have a great week. Wow, beautiful. More than anything else. Bye. Beautiful. Bye.